Happy October. I'm so excited for this month. Hi, friends. I hope I'm not too echoey. I'm actually, you may think I'm in my new place, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> I am in my the acupuncture office uh, that I work part-time at. Uh, I'm actually in a therapy office <laughs> within the acupuncture clinic. And um, I feel like I'm a little bit echoey, but... Um, Good. Okay. The sound is fine. Yay. Hi, witches. Happy October. Um, and, uh, tomorrow is the big move-in day. So you didn't know I was on a wild goose chase to find a new place and a new roommate in September. And it all came together about, uh, two weeks ago or so. So tomorrow is my move-in day and this is like literally my dream apartment um so thank you all for sending the good vibes i know part of the reason the manifestation came through was the witch church crew our <laughs> our manifestation powers are are unparalleled so i really feel like this place is a sort of a combination of my, um, like, I don't know, just, it was a combination of everybody's prayers going towards this place. And once I'm in, hopefully next Sunday, um, I will, uh, do a little house tour for you guys. So yeah, you'll look forward to the, the new, the new Mal house tour. Um, but yeah, I swear, I think I said this a couple weeks ago on Witch Church, but when I walked into this apartment originally um, on September 10th was the first uh, day that I like saw the place by myself. I didn't have a roommate yet, but I just saw the listing on Craigslist and I was like, I got to go see it. And I walk in and uh, thank God I had sunglasses on because it like immediately brought tears to my eyes like the. Um, the uh sort of uh the place and just the energy of the place so like I just knew I was like oh my god I love this place but I was so um I don't know like I couldn't believe that I could be living there and I was like oh there's no way I'm gonna find a roommate in time and you know this place is gonna get snagged real fast but somehow it came together um so, oh my god, okay, and I just saw my new roommate come on the live, and I was just telling <laughs> all, of, all of the live art, the story of this house that we're moving into. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be magic. Send me good vibes for the move. Um, send me good vibes for getting a couch on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, I, yeah, if, if, you have, if you have vibes to give. Finding the right couch is a science, right? And Facebook Marketplace is a disease. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's my new hyperfixation. Um, but happy late Aries full moon, everybody. Uh, we had a full moon early Saturday morning. It would have been like, was it Friday? No, no, it was early Friday morning. Um, so it was like Friday morning about, uh, uh, around 5 a.m. So like that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, we had that full moon in Aries energy. And now the moon has moved into Taurus for the rest of the day. We'll kind of be feeling that moon in Taurus approaching Jupiter in Taurus. So I think it should be like a really good start to the month. Um, and I was thinking right now, this first week of October, um, we're sort of in the very, very, very last chunk of the Venus retrograde junk. No, not the junk, but we don't want to call it junk, but, um, we would never call Venus and Leo junk, <laughs> you know, but we're in the like last few days of the Venus retrograde shadow, right? Because, um, I believe the retrograde degree 
Venus went retrograde at like 28 degrees Leo, right? So uh, about a week from now, give or take like six or seven days, Venus will finally leave past the 28th degree of Leo, go into 29 degrees Leo, and then enter into Virgo. And we'll talk a little bit more next week in Witch Church about Venus and Virgo, but just know that shift is coming. Like, I, I think that's why October is full of great change. Um, Venus is having a profound change that she hasn't had in months. Um, we also are now in eclipse season, even though the full moon in Aries on Friday morning isn't technically an eclipse, was not technically an eclipse. It wasn't close enough to the nodes to be an eclipse. Um, still, I'm kind of counting it as like a mini eclipse. And then we'll have the new moon eclipse October 14th. And then our next, after October 14th, there's the Scorpio. No, no, no. What is it? It's um, it's in November. Oh, it's the Taurus. It's the Taurus full moon right around Halloween. Okay, so what does this all mean in English? We've got like three pretty profound lunations, right? Uh, Venus coming out of her shadow, moving into Virgo. This is the first time Venus has been in a new sign in a while. Um, this means change. Uh, and it's so funny because I was, uh, it was so fun. I read tarot at a bachelorette party last night. Um, and I love doing, uh, bachelorette parties and weddings. Uh, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's just, it's fun. It's fun to, you know, be, be with the straight girlies. <laughs> Why the straight girlies wave their little signs of their, their, fiance's face <laughs> kind of get a kick out of it um but uh straight culture um but i will say uh the there was a point in one of the readings last night where uh i was like someone we were talking about mantras and obviously like there are traditional like sanskrit mantras that we can you know um chant like as though we were you know buddhist monks or something like that but i think mantra we can also expand that metaphorically into um something that we repeat right something that we say to ourselves or an affirmation if you will uh um an affirmation of truth right and I was thinking, we were talking, I was talking about this person about mantras last night. And something just like came to me. It was actually a message for her, but it felt like a message for everybody. It felt like a message for me too. It was like, uh, if you don't choose your mantra, society will. Or like, if you don't choose your mantra, your subconscious will. If you don't choose your mantra, your conditioning is going to choose it. Um, and this kind of goes back to on Thursday night, uh, the night of the full moon in Aries, uh, in tarot class, we were talking about the hero font and, you know, the hero font card being a lot about like what we're conditioned to do or what we're conditioned to think, right? So if we never have a hero font moment where we're like, oh, fuck, like, I have been conditioned to think this, uh, or this isn't actually my truth. This is someone else's truth. This is my parents' truth, or this is my my religious leader's truth, or this is society's truth. It's not actually what I think. Um, we will then sort of be living in the mantra of someone or some other institution's truth and not our own. So. This month, um, specifically in October with all of these changes, I think it is really important to keep in mind, like, if I don't pick my mantra, someone or someone, something else does. No. Um, like, what's an example of this? Like, let's say, um, 
for me, it's probably more about money and finances and, you know, if I don't pick my mantra about money and finances, oh, guys, like, <laughs> like, if I don't have a good mantra for that, if I don't have a belief system around that, what will grab me is my parents, you know, mantra about money society's mantra about money and like my parents i don't know about you guys but <laughs> my parents instilled the fear of god into me <laughs> when it comes when it comes to money right um and which is kind of why uh, this apartment manifestation is so profound to me in a lot of ways because I think one of the reasons I didn't make the move sooner was out of fear when it comes to money. You know, I was already feeling safe and secure in my old place, um, yet there's some challenges that come along with the old place that um, I won't really get into. But, you know, there's there's something there where I was like, well, it's livable and like, and it, it, money is scary, <laughs> you know, so moving costs a lot. <laughs> so let's just stay here. Um, but once I expanded my, once I kind of realized, wait a second, whose mantra is that? <laughs> That's not, that sounds a lot like my parents. Or that sounds a lot like what society has taught us about money and money stories, right? The minute I chose a different mantra, right, which uh, actually kind of took seeing all the prayers come in from you guys and seeing all the prayers that, like, my coworkers were sending me in the acupuncture clinic uh, with the new place, it helped me shift my, my mantra around, like, what is possible, and this new place comes in. It's like again it's bigger it's better than what i've been living in by far and also it's like what i think is funny is it's like twenty dollars cheaper <laughs> like altogether like i pay twenty dollars less in in rent than i do at my current place so it, it, it's such a it, once i change the perspective something comes to me that's really really aligned and um the universe almost proves you wrong or should we say the universe proves your mantra right? Right. So I want you to consider that, you know, this month with all of the changes in October, change sometimes brings up our, our fear stories, right? Uh, change brings up our old mantras, our old hero fonts stuff. <laughs> and it's important with change that the new mantra goes with the change, right? And this doesn't necessarily have to be for you about money or moving. If you're a Cancer rising, it might be. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know, it could be about getting back out there on the dating scene or um, repairing relationships or um, maybe making new friends. Like, I, I think that that theme specifically comes up really a lot in everybody's readings it doesn't even matter people's age like I think it's it always baffles me how many people in my readings say like I really want to meet new people and make new friends I just don't know how and I'm like in my 30s or 40s and like who like I feel like it's too late and I'm like no it's not because 10 other people are saying the exact same thing you know like so I think a lot has changed just with the pandemonium in general and people have, you know, realized certain friend groups, certain social groups, certain relationships, certain ways of being are truly out of alignment for who they are. And I think there's a lot of people still uh, getting in the groove of maybe the fresh start or the new beginning that all of the demolition <laughs> of the pandemonium led to you know whether that's 
psychological demolition or <laughs> or emotional or literal. Um, Katie, you said, I associate the hero font with the word should. How am I or someone else or something else sh shoulding me? How is something else shouldn't me? Exactly. Yeah. It's so, um, it's so true. And Ellis, you said growing up in several recessions gave us a lot of trauma. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's see, that's what I think too. Like with, um, in 2008, I totally view that as a traumatic part of my childhood. Like, just seeing all of our parents being so stressed out. I think that was when I was in middle school. But, um, it, it, yeah, it's like that that uh, Pluto and Scorpio, Pluto and Sagittarius generation. Like, we're constantly prepping for the next disaster. And I'm not saying that other generations haven't experienced trauma right obviously but like yeah there's definitely something <laughs> a bit interesting about just being born in the 80s or 90s having pluto in sagittarius or scorpio and like literally constantly you're just like I don't trust the government. I don't trust <laughs> I don't trust anything. I don't trust the news. I don't trust our politicians like I trust nothing because every single year there's been some collective thing in our crumbling in front of our eyes, right? Um, and Runa, you said, it's not too late. I'm in my second Saturn return. I'm doing all kinds of new things. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's never too late. And I think there's nothing like an eclipse season and Venus coming out of retrograde to show us that, right? Um, now, the other thing, too, on this topic of, you know, for October, pick your own mantra or the mantra will pick you, <laughs> you know, and not not all mantras are are positive ones. Right. So we, we do have to bring intention to what we're holding true to be about what we're holding true, what we're holding as truth about our lives, about our relationships, about our friendships, even just about what is possible. That's big. That's big stuff. And I, I can't help but think, too, you know, looking at the astrology of spring 2024, I know this is a little ahead of the game, right? Um, but I can't help it. You know, I have this disease, which is being an astrologer and like you know there's something uh you know coming up in spring 2024 that feels like really expansive it's the uranus jupiter conjunction in taurus and i find that to be interesting just because jupiter it's like kind of both jupiter and uranus are a bit uncomfortable in taurus like you know because taurus again i know this is kind of stereotypical but Taurus doesn't love change Taurus is actually the zodiac sign that teaches us how to create stability and regularity and Taurus has a lot of wisdom about sticking with the project you know uh, some some signs are really good at starting things and beginning things, but not all signs have the wisdom like Taurus does to actually finish the whole shebang. <laughs> Even when you're in the middle of the project and you're like, oh my god, I just need to quit. Like, you've ever painted your house or do, do some kind of, like, construction or even, like, built a bed frame from Ikea. You know, you're halfway through and you're like, holy shit like i have to give up you know taurus that's that's why taurus has that stubborn afraid of change stereotype um what it's getting at is um taurus is very good at pushing through that middle piece of the challenge right um that being said jupiter expansion uranus change Uranus systematic shifts. Um, Uranus being uh, 
you know, the rebel, uh, the new pathway opening up. Like, just looking at spring 2024, I'm like, oh, wow. There's a co- there's not only a big collective shift, but... It, and I do think if we're talking about collective, I think we're... We've had just so many, like, just drastically horrible wake-up calls about how Mother Nature is just, like, suffering so deeply. You know? It's like... This might be an environmental thing that continues to wake us up. Um, But on an individual level, we're kind of looking at a change going on in the Taurus house, right, next spring. And it's a big change. It's a big shift. Um, And I say this because I almost think October, even though we're talking about spring 2024 being like, a really significant point coming up in the near future. Uh, October 2023 is also significant. It feels like the beginning of those changes. It feels like we're finally doing something that we've been talking about for a while, or we're finally snapping. (laughs) Sometimes in eclipse season, that's when we snap and we're like, okay, can't do this anymore, gotta move, or like, the universe is kicking me out of this, that, or the other thing. And sometimes it's a really great moment, right? Um, It's like, wow, like, I have to stop discounting myself with this job, or I have to stop, um, you know, this negative self-talk when it comes to my competence or whatever. Um, you know, it can be a a variety of things. Uh, Corey, I think uh, you said, I think the Uranus Jupiter conjunction will see the union strikes coming to a big head. People are tired of money hoarders. Yeah. 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 It it really does. it, It does baffle you when you think, um, with these, like these union things, like if, if these billionaires paid, um, these workers a minimum wage they would literally still be billionaires so like what's the problem (laughs) you know like it's like it's it's so sick like it's so sick and that's taurus karma right that's collective taurus karma in the most shadow way the sort of um uh, hoarding the hoarding of resources right um so you're so right about that um, and Emmy, I too have my South Node in Taurus. Yes, I do too. I do too. So, um, that's why <laughs> money, money is, uh, sort of, a uh, was, uh, you know, I don't know in my life, that was sort of a huge fear, a huge fear thing that was painted, uh, as a scary thing, right? So you know, that can be a manifestation of South Node in Taurus. Um, but, and which is exactly why uh, I, you know, I think my soul chose to be an entrepreneur in this lifetime, right? It's like, my soul was like, okay, we got to break this karma. <laughs> I don't know if you guys listened to uh, my most recent podcast interview with Sarah Cook. Uh, but Sarah said something really profound in that, um, where she was talking about her transition from being a social worker to starting her business as a writing coach. And, uh, she said something so profound, like she was like, I I didn't realize it at the time, but in order to find my like creative autonomy, I had to become a business owner and I had to kind of like claim this in order to to come full circle with what create my creative journey really was and I don't know if that's true for everybody but just hearing her say that it really resonated with me as an entrepreneur as well so uh, you know that being said our program starts October 14th. Um, if anybody is looking for uh, a course that has to do with unpacking conditioning around our creative process, if you are a creative, whether you are a writer, a painter, an artist, uh, maybe you've always said, hey, I've always wanted to create something, but I don't know how, or like, I've always wanted to tap into my creativity, but 
I just feel like I can't do it. I'm too scared or whatever. This class is so great. Um, it's going to be awesome. Even if you've been a writer for 20 years and feel like you're in some kind of writer's block or you feel like you want creative community, uh, there's so many different scenarios that could be a good fit for this class. So check out that class. Check out the course description on my website if you haven't yet. Uh, we're super excited about this cohort. It begins October 14th. That's my little plug. Um, but yeah, like getting back to these changes, right? The changes that October is presenting us. Um, something else, this was the gift of coming into work today at the acupuncture office. Um, I was just talking to one of the acupuncturists in our kitchen uh, while I was like eating my breakfast a couple hours ago. And um, she just, she said something so profound, it, it really hit me. Um, she was talking about uh, like needling and energy and how the acupuncture needles release energy or move energy, right? Like that's my understanding of like the primary fundamental philosophy around needling, right? Um, but she said something like stagnation isn't a lack of energy. And I was like, mic drop. Like she just said it in passing about some other situation she was talking about with like a literal physical stagnation thing. But I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Like on a massive level, stagnation, <laughs> like the stagnation we can sometimes feel leading up to eclipse season, right? Or like that sort of like something's got to change. Something's got to snap. I've got to make an empowered choice here. I can't keep myself in this disempowered state. Um, stagnation, when we feel stagnation in our lives, sometimes we say, I feel lost, or I don't know what to do, or I feel like I'm moving in circles, or I feel like I'm in this pattern, or whatever. Um, stagnation doesn't mean we lack energy. It means we're misusing our energy, right? Um, and that was a big moment, too, this morning where I was like, oh, that's October, too. We're not only choosing the new mantra, but we also may be uh, unlocking these little pieces of stuckness or these little pieces of stagnation. We're realizing as Venus exits her shadow. Um, oh, wait, I wasn't stuck. Or like, oh, wait, I wasn't that lost. I was just aiming my energy the wrong way. Or like, I was putting my energy in the wrong direction. Or I was misusing my energy in some way, right? Um, it kind of reminds me, like, just on the topic of creativity, uh, like, let's talk about writer's block. Yeah, like as a metaphor, because writer's block is a form of energetic stagnation. And um, let's say there's a writer who, I don't know, like has a day job. <laughs> say there's a writer who has a day job. They go to their day job. They come home and they're like, OK, I'm exhausted, but I have to write. They sit down at their writing desk and nothing comes out. And they're like, man, like, this writer's block. <laughs> I'm so stagnated. I'm so lost. Like, how is this possible? Um, but is the problem that they lack creativity or is, or is the stagnation really a sort of misuse of energy? And in that scenario, it doesn't take a genius to figure out, oh, yeah, where's the source of stagnation there? Where's the source of le uh, sort of uh, energy not being used properly? Well, it seems like it's a losing game to try to create when you come home from something that drains you. Um, what would it be like to create at a different time of the day, right? And let's say this person now wakes up 
a little bit earlier and sits down before they go to work to create and something actually comes out of them. Um, You know, for me, that's a simple example of how shifting the energy, we, if we understand stagnation as I need a shift of energy versus, oh my God, I'm so uninspired. I lack energy. No, no, the energy is there. It's just potentially being slightly misused or slightly misaimed. And how could you change the way you're aiming the energy um, to create a different result? It's a little bit like a science experiment, right? Um, That is also something that I think Eclipse Season brings up. Um, For me, uh, I think definitely gonna um, have a... uh, I need to, I definitely need to do a little a little uh have a little business consult um with my friend. <laughs> uh and you know, he's going to once a year I have someone do this for me. Like I have someone take a look at my website, I have someone review my prices, I talk to someone about my like problems with my you know, business or like if there's anything that doesn't seem like it's growing or, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I have to do that in the next couple weeks. And I probably will be sharing with my friend, um, my, my business, (laughs) no, my business manager, not really, but, um, you know, just this person who's business savvy, who knows me really well. Um, who sees me, I think, and knows my astrology too. So that's helpful. Um, In consulting with them, you know, I know that consultation is going to be the the shift of energy. I'm going to be able to bring the stagnation, quote unquote, to them and say, how do I shift this? And I know I'm going to get valuable ideas from that. So don't discount as well, sort of, Three of Pentacles kind of helper uh, this month as well as you form the new mantra, as you figure out what is the stagnation and is it really a lack of energy or do I just need to aim my energy in a different way? Um, Don't discount the value of the consultant. Whether that's your tarot reader, whether that's your astrologer, whether that's your therapist, whether that's your best friend, um, whether that's someone that you know that is business savvy, uh, you know, maybe it's your editor. Like, I don't know. But like, I think that that consultant can sometimes help reflect how we're misaiming the energy itself. Right. Um, Yeah, guys, big, big. But good changes, I think, coming in October. Let's pull a guidance card for the month ahead. We'll actually pull three. Um, We're going to pull a tarot card. By the way, when I was reading at the bachelorette party last night, I'm not kidding. I was like, is this deck rigged? Like, people are going to think I'm, like, rigging this. Um, Eight out of the 12 readings, the star came out. And I was like, and I literally pulled the star as my card of the day yesterday. And I was like, what the, this is rigged. Even though the way I shuffle, it's like impossible to rig it. (laughs) Like something, something's up. Okay. Guidance for the month of October. Guidance for the month of October for which church? Um, ooh. Soulmate. Okay. Cool. We got soulmate. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, whenever I, whenever I pull this card live, which has only happened a few times, but I do truly feel like the, the charlatans of TikTok <laughs> being like, ooh, you're going to meet your soulmate this month uh um (laughs) 
Pisces, time to break up with that boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know what they say. I guys, every time I every time I see anything astrology or tarot related on TikTok, I scroll so fast because I don't want it on my algorithm. Um, it just it irks me. And then I the the Mars Mercury opposition in my chart then I am tempted to like make a stitch of the video and be like don't listen to this this is fake but like I don't really want to put my time towards that but like it just yeah I don't know just be careful be careful out there in the TikTok world but I think it's interesting that soulmate guides came out our card of the month so those are our sacred symbols from the sacred symbol oracle deck our tarot guide of the month is the queen of swords and then our animal guide is the cobra um this for me makes me feel like uh if there is some eclipse season shedding uh that's going to be happening uh it becomes very clear of where we are bringing down the hammer right it becomes very clear where we're saying no it becomes very clear the boundary that we're setting but at the same time um when it comes to the consultation theme like who is your sacred consultant this month through the change who is the sacred consultant that's reflecting to you oh you're not actually that stagnated here's where you could shift the energy or like oh maybe that mantra is not actually true maybe you're actually awesome and you're literally a piece of stardust who it's even a miracle that you're even here and your soul uh your soul purposefully chose for you to be here in this human body right now it's literally your existence is not a coincidence and like it's okay. Like, you know, like you need someone, like there's going to be someone who says something like that, that like kind of changes your perspective. Um, and I think it's important that this queen of swords is not only our inner guidance and our inner consultant, but it's also this outer person who is trusted and that we are able to get a good reflection from. And I don't usually read the, the court cards as someone outside of ourselves, but for some reason, that does come through in this moment. Um, so I just wanted to pass along that message. Um, the cobra itself is the animal that rules over teachers and students. Um, and it reminds me that sometimes our problems or our challenges come from a lack of knowledge. Um, and it's... Um, I don't know, like, I'm kind of trying to decipher this image I'm seeing from spirit, but it's like, if there's an obstacle in our path, like, imagine a big wall in front of us that we're trying to get over. Um, and, you know, we're trying to jump over it, we're trying to, like, we're, like, body slamming into it, we're like, how do I get over this wall? Um, sometimes to get over the wall, something new to be learned is required. New stuff is required to learn. So it's like you jump, you jump towards the wall, you body slam it, you fall to the ground. You're like, God, I'm never going to get through this wall. As you fall to the ground, you realize, oh, there's uh, literal directions about how to get through this wall. You open up the directions, you realize, oh, wait, there's a magic button right here that I could press, and it opens up this trap door that I could slide right under. You know, like, there's something, like, within learning something new, within reading the instruction manual, I mean this metaphorically, but in, in learning something new, it helps us overcome the challenge itself, right? We need to become an expert in the challenge itself in order to overcome it right um now with the guides and the soulmate thing um i think it's important to keep in mind that uh through these changes these eclipse season shifts that are beginning in october um it's important to keep in mind that there are allies everywhere 
Um, that's actually my mantra for specifically tomorrow <laughs> for the moving process. Um, you know, because sometimes we feel like we're lacking help or support, but I'm lucky like my brother's coming tomorrow to help me. Um, maybe both of my brothers will come if I'm lucky. Um, both my brothers, I, one is definitely coming, um, and, uh, they'll help me in the morning, and then hopefully I'll have some friends meet me at the new place later, um, but I'm just, like, my mantra for moving is, like, the allies are coming, the allies are on their way, help is on their way in all forms of the word, like, like, everybody is going to be helpful for me tomorrow. Like even the person who's at the U-Haul desk when I'm picking up my U-Haul tomorrow, like, you know, like that's, that's the truth that I'm holding. And through that mantra, I'm going to hold the belief that my guides on the other side agree. And then with the soulmate card, this makes me think like people in the material world also agree with your mantra, you know? So like, if you can be in the mindset that the uni the universe agrees, I agree, and other people around me agree, <laughs> you know, like it'll, it'll happen and it'll be a lot easier and smoother. Um, so remember that through the changes, just because big changes are happening, uh, doesn't necessarily mean no one is there helping you or sometimes the biggest changes show us our biggest allies right and sometimes the biggest changes show us that like people are showing up for us right when we need them the most again cheesy but true when you go through change um all right friends that's the message for the month ahead uh and again please spread the word if you know any writers creatives artists um if you are a writer, creative artist, and uh, please uh, share my uh, untethered artist class. Uh, go read the class description on my website if you haven't already. It's just, yeah, I don't want us to, um, it, like, this offering is going to be super magical. So, um, yeah, check it out for me. But I would love to pull some cards for you in this last 15 minutes before I have to get back to work. Shout out to my manager, Maureen, <laughs> for letting me do witch church at work. Uh, and uh, let's see. Um, yeah, Katie, I love that card. The symbol for the guides is the waves. Yeah. Oh, Emmy, you're right. Yeah, it is a great, great Libra season message, right? Um, Okay, Pam, I would love, you said I'd love a card for the week ahead, please. Yeah, Pam. I hope you had a great solar return. Um, Pam, you got the moon. Um, so, if we gotta become friends with the unknown. Because when you start fighting the unknown and you start to control too much within the unknown, we just make ourselves really stressed and miserable. Um, so can you trust this week that the unknowns right now are meant for you and what you don't know right now, you're not supposed to know. And how can you actually enjoy yourself and do nice things for your body in the unknown? Like, how can you nourish yourself through the unknown? Um, if it's not time yet, it's not time. So you know, go to your favorite workout class and have your favorite lunch and just chill out, right? Like, there, like there's sometimes when we're in the unknown, there's nothing to be done but rest. And there's been so many times where, and I'm getting kind of mad, not at you, Pam, but at myself, because I like, and I'm projecting onto you now, but there's been so many times where, like, the universe is giving me a week or two or even a month of the unknown to literally rest because in like a week or a month, it's all going to change. So instead of taking this time to rest, I'm like freaking out. And then it does change and it goes in my favor 
And then I'm like, well, fuck. Then I just wasted those two weeks worrying instead of resting. So <laughs> that feels like a message there for you, Pam. Hey, Jessica, you said, can I please get a card for next week? Any medicine? Yeah. Um, Queen of Cups. Uh, so I think the medicine, Jess, is um, be mindful where you may be running from feelings. Be mindful where you may be distracting yourself from having the good cry. Um, and I don't know that know you to do those types of things, really. But I do know that your career path is really important to you and focusing on your career makes you feel a lot of joy uh and that's great but at the same time like i think this week is a balancing act to really honor your emotions and do things to honor and f maybe even focus a little bit on your emotional health and uh and yeah i think the queen of cups is totally your ally for this month and the other thing i'm thinking of is you never know who you'll inspire when you honor your emotions, right? Um, like, sometimes when we cry, uh, afterwards people say, thank you so much for crying, <laughs> you know, or like, thank you so much for being emotionally honest, or um, I thought that too, or like, you know, we can inspire vulnerability and honesty uh, through others if we also are willing to do that within ourselves. Um, hey, Lauren, you said I would love an anchor card for this week. Y'all, I'm having the pleasure of reading Lauren's book that she's been writing, and it's, like, so good. Um, I'm, like, ripping through it. That's what I've been doing at the acupuncture office when I have some downtime. Um, so, yeah, I've really enjoyed that, Lauren. It's fun to see, you know, for the past year you've been telling Witch Church about the book writing process and now it's like there yeah so it's it's been really good um ace of cups um yeah i think it's a week of receptivity i think it's a week of receiving love of receiving validation feeling loved making yourself feel loved but also recognizing how many people care about you and how many people consider you to be family right so i think the ace of cups is like make time for your chosen family this week um yeah uh, make time to romance yourself and expect to receive everything that you need to receive um i think this is sarah i think um you said hi i would love a card please i think i will get an offer for a new job but unsure if i should accept it or wait for a better one yeah let's see Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune's like, you're not in control. <laughs> it's the universe. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I think with the Wheel of Fortune, um, you know, anything is possible, but I think you should expect the best case scenario, the best outcome. And if the job that is offered to you feels super exciting and feels like a dream opportunity and feels like exactly what you were looking for, um, take it. But if there's a sense of I'm settling and there's a better opportunity that might come to me if I waited it out a little bit longer, trust that. Um, trust that. Like, I think the message here with the Wheel of Fortune is don't settle and, and make sure you give a full fledged yes to an opportunity that excites you um blue moon cocoon you said um would love a card for libra season support the star ah that's cute like i said this this coming out it's coming out a lot um we love we love a star moment um blue moon cocoon things are improving things are going to get better you are um exactly where you need to be uh you're you know doing your healing work uh i think there's a sense of libra season that is purifying for you uh it's detoxing for you maybe emotionally and spiritually and um and yeah i think even when the healing kind of gets hard uh it's sometimes that's when we have the biggest breakthrough or we have the biggest realization or we're able to make finally make the change we've been wanting to make yeah so 
So great little spirit ally for you. Um, Sam, you said I'm about to hop in the car, so I'm going to ask for a card for the week ahead. I'm totally considering your new class. Oh, good, Sam. Yeah, I would think you would be. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're a pleasure to have in class. So, uh, four of pentacles. Um, this is coming through literally, like, uh, I think in your, this new phase of life, uh, like money and budgeting and, uh, sort of financial capacity have, has been something you've been thinking about more and maybe, maybe there's been a little stress around that. Um, but I'm actually getting that this week is, uh, a really beneficial week to do some financial planning and also uh see that you're totally good and like I think yeah there's just there's something like the facts will will uh provide you with relief <laughs> you know like I'm not past this guys I'm not I'm not saying I'm above not checking my bank account because I'm scared. <laughs> you know, like when you're like, you're in that moment, where you're like, oh man, I don't even want to know. Um, you know, and, and then you check it and you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, <laughs> it, it kind of feels like that. Like sometimes when we bring awareness and attention to our, our budgeting and our finances, it actually brings relief, right? Um, Katie, you said, I would love any guidance from the cards for this week ahead and wishing you all the luck and helpers with tomorrow's move. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, four of wands, uh, beautiful Katie. I think, uh, the foundation you're, you've been creating for a while is finally coming together. I think like, uh, I think you've been in the, in the, in the, depths of the sort of dark night of the soul healing kind of stuff the past couple years and sometimes it takes a couple years to get through that um so funny i i used to work with um a tarot reader uh joanna at uh snowflake healing if anybody knows her she's a great tarot reader um so funny we, we were kind of going through our dark night of the soul together um, for a long time. And, uh, she said something to me once where she was like, yeah, sometimes you just need a couple years to just, you know, lie low, have a lot of movie nights, <laughs> relax. Like, don't, you know, you're in, you're in, uh, sort of that healing moment. Like, it's okay. Like sometimes you just need a couple years to be in the dark. <laughs> so she said that to me and I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, and I'm just going to let myself watch some movies, you know, and not put too much pressure on myself. Um, but then there's like a, a time too, when we, we go through that and then we get on the other side of that and, uh, we're like, yeah, like, okay, now I'm in my like empowered healing journey. And like, I, I got through the dark night of the soul and now I can, uh, you know, build the foundation that feels really good. Um, so I feel that for you, Katie. Corey, you said, good luck with the move and the couch. Would love a card for the week. I'll give you two cards of the week, Corey, because you got the High Priestess and the Four of Cups. <laughs> Feels to me like your intuition, like, deeply, deeply knows and trusts that what is meant for you is coming. Um, but then there's part of the ego that's kind of like, all right, when, when is it coming? <laughs> where, where is it coming? Like, when is it? I'm getting impatient. Like, so it feels like this week is a little bit of a push and pull between the timing that your soul deeply knows to be true. And also maybe the ego, because the ego fucks up timing stuff sometimes. It's either like the ego is too scared to make a move and then we end up waiting too long. Um, when we could have done it like two weeks ago or the ego goes too fast and we end up beginning something too quickly. And, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, is there really such th a thing as doing something at the wrong time? Cause even if we quote unquote do something at the wrong time, there's a, probably a reason for it. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. So that's how I feel, Corey. I think 
you're kind of trusting more in your high priestess timing versus your four of cups timing. Um, Alice, you said, could I get a card of the month? Yeah. Seven of wands. Um, you're crushing it this month. I think this month is, the mantra is, I am capable. <laughs> you know, like, I am so capable of these challenges. I am capable of, um, you know, protecting my autonomy. Uh, but also, you don't have to do it all yourself. That's the thing, too. I think you're capable, but also I think old Ellis has a wound around, like, hyper-independence. Or, like, I'm going to do it all myself. Nobody can help me. Um, and this month, you need to say, I'm capable, and also I can ask for help. And those things go hand in hand. <laughs> you know, those two things can exist at once. Uh, so I, I like that for you, Ellis. Um, Lindsay, you said, I love it, Mal. I would love a card for my healing business. Yeah. Eight of Cups. Um, Eight of Cups. <sighs> there's, there's definitely a change coming through with the, um, business. Um, you're, you know, it's like, you're such a deeply talented healer who has this, like, really, really unique offering that I think is so needed in the sound healing journey, or in the sound healing realm. Um, and at the same time, I see you um, a walking away from maybe... Uh, I don't know if it's like walking away from the work for a temporary amount of time. Like maybe it's like a month or so of a break. Uh, maybe you've already been taking a break and now you're ready to walk back into it. Like, But there is some kind of walking away. Like the Eight of Cups is walking away from something is walking towards something else. And I don't feel like the healing business itself is the thing that is shedding or letting go. But I think maybe there's some extra rest or maybe there's a shift or maybe there's a call to go into the hermit's cave a little bit. And sometimes that is very much required of the healer, right? Um, so that's how I feel, Lindsay. Alexandra, you said, can I please have a gar card for guidance this week? Yeah. Ten of swords. Okay, this tells me, Alexandra, that um, this week, it's kind of like you reach a, um, a point where you're like, I'm done. <laughs> you're like, I'm done caring about this. <laughs> I'm done putting emotional energy into this. I'm done thinking about this when I get home from work. Like, you're just like, I'm done. It's not like a literal quitting energy, but it's like, you know, this is your lesson a lot of the time. Like, be careful of how much mental and emotional weight you are carrying home especially from work and where could you lessen that <laughs> you know and how could the i'm done caring so much about this help you put energy into something else that sounds better <laughs> oh thanks blue moon cocoon i appreciate it uh thanks for reading the class uh, description Honey Jelly, you said, can I have uh, a card for the upcoming week? Maybe some insight to help in my relationship. King of Cups and the Devil. Yeah. Attachment issued. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Um, yes, yeah, it does kind of feel like there's some attachment thing going on. Like maybe it's like the anxious avoidant um dynamic that is ever so popular 
in my life as well. Uh, you are not alone. But also it looks like uh, what's really uh, the blockage here isn't necessarily the connection or like the the sort of uh, um, it, it's maybe not the people whether they're meant to be together or not but it's like what it all comes down to again it's so cheesy but it's like are we communicating our emotions are we hearing each other on emotion on an emotional level and if we are not how can we both learn to do that which goes back to the cobra you know the sort of animal of the month um you know is there a communication class in your area you know i don't know like is there a, a communication course is there a book that you both want to read together like you guys are both cracking open together in an emotional way and maybe learning to to sort of um understand each other in a new light that's how i feel Allie, you said looking for guidance from spirit about my dog who is struggling well um i'm in full agreement and I, maybe witch church can join in on this but i'm in full agreement that your dog finds some healing whether this is like an emotional struggle or i don't know if it's a behavioral struggle or a physical struggle but i'm in full agreement that it improves uh and you got the four of swords which tells me um i think the the situation is resolving uh and maybe it's uh worrying you worrying you to the point of um like it's like it, it almost feels like the four of swords is like you don't need to worry this much you don't need to micromanage this much I understand, you know, like, you know, pets stress me out, <laughs> too, like, because I am such an animal lover, like, yeah, like, uh, but I think you can take some mental rest, I think things are going to improve, maybe this thing is improving with the dog's rest, even, uh, so I think everybody just needs a little rest, <laughs> that's how I feel, um, um, LOL, Sam. Yeah, when I said you're a pleasure to have in class, I was really giving English teacher. Um, <laughs> uh, um, oh, I'm glad that was spot on, Corey. Uh, and uh, Alexandra, you said wishing you the best with the move in your new home. You're so, thanks so much. Um, Oh, Lindsay, you said I'm walking away from the pressure of feeling like I need to teach what I do. Yeah, that's such a. Yeah, I get it. I get that, too. Like, as an astrologer, like. It's it's hard because, like, I think I've a lot of people have come to me and been like, I need you to teach an astrology class. And I have like on a very basic level, but like. I'm like, oh, God, like, sometimes you're just not ready to teach it or, like, maybe I need to get over that. But um, I would love to do a year-long course with, like, a group of students for a year. But that whole thing feels so overwhelming to plan. <laughs> so I get it. I get it, Lindsay. As a business owner myself, I'm like... Yeah, like sometimes it's just not the right time to teach something. I don't know if I'll ever teach Reiki or energy healing just because I wouldn't even know what to say, you know, because I think my type of energy healing has very much come, you know, come through my own. Like I took Reiki. I, I'm a Yusui Reiki master in quotes, uh, but like my energy healing has really come through me and i think specifically in the energy healing sound healing realm it's a very hard thing to teach because it's like how do i teach my my how it's not like i can teach someone to be a clone of my energy like it's almost like as a teacher of energetics and and sound healing you're almost more of a leader to help people find themselves and how they want to heal right um so it's it's a very complicated thing it's you know and 
yeah, maybe there will be a time when your kids are older, you'll have more, uh, more energy to mentor. Um, and maybe that's the better word for it. It's not teaching people what you do, but it's mentoring them as they find what they, what they are meant to do, you know? Um, so, uh, and Allie, you said it's Finn. He just turned 16. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, no, no wonder. He just wants to rest. <laughs> he just wants to take a nap. Uh, yeah. Um, and Honey Jelly, you said, thank you, Mel. You're the best. Love the wisdom and the messages you channeled. You're such a huge help. Aw. You guys are the best. Um, so glad we got together. Thanks so much. Uh, and I hope once I post this to the podcast, I hope it's not too echoey because of the therapy office that I'm in. Um, but lots of love, you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. And hopefully I'll give you a, a mini apartment tour. Okay, bye.